Hey, everybody. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Taurus Tech Talk. It's a very special one today because we're actually live at Taurus's fourth annual technology show. And so we thought it'd be cool to to take a little break, um, maybe get off of our feet for a little bit and invite a couple of partners to sit down with me and Corey and just, you know, just chat back and forth and, and say hi to everybody and let them know what they're missing if they're just watching this and weren't actually a part of it. Um, so today joining us, we have Robert Dutton with Legrand and Mark Harrison with Crestron. Uh, obviously, you all know Corey Church, my counterpart and co-host. And uh, we're just going to jump right into it. Obviously, we're, we're at the show today. We've got 15 of our preferred manufacturer partners, and you guys make up a lot of that. And um, so I'm just going to fire away some questions because I'm always curious to know. It's It's like... Everyone wants to know how many sh- trade shows you've been to. And I'll start with Robert. Now, this could be whether you presented at a trade show or you've just joined as an attendee. And it has to be audiovisual professional related. So don't tell me about the one that you went for the Pottery Barn. I don't care about any of that. <laughs> oh, there goes my numbers. <laughs> Mark was like, 112,000. Yes. <laughs> I've never kept count but my first info com- that's the way the way you say that robert is i've lost count <laughs> <laughs> but my first infocom was uh june 2000 in anaheim california um i had just gotten in industry december 99 and i've been to every infocom quite a few of the nsca shows when they were around yeah yeah um some of the broadcast shows and then numerous dealer shows. In fact, the last show I did before the Taurus Tech 4 show was the Taurus Tech 3 show right before everything <laughs> shut down. <laughs> so we have, we have, I would say, been fortunate that our last show was in 2020 in March, March 6th to be exact. Yeah. Which was about two weeks, give or take, what region of the planet that, are, right. that you're in, um, that the world started to to fall apart. Well, and we weren't trying to sneak it in. No. We didn't know. Right. No. Right. And, and I think, Mark, you and I were talking earlier. It was like the next week. I think I sent everybody home, like middle or end of the week. Yeah. yeah. Like, don't come back until, <laughs> until it's, it's time. time. Right. It's, what yeah. it's like. Well, and it, it's it's even it's even worse than that. It's it's like, I think we'll be back in two or three weeks. That's what they're telling us. Yeah, and I still have people who haven't come back. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I mean they, they're working. I hope. I mean, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> they're they're we won't know today. They're We've logging in every day. Yeah. But yeah. I, I left this show and went deer hunting uh, for Axis Deer down in South Texas, and Ooh, um, the the place is the, the guy that owns the place is is a doctor, and um, he's retired. He's he's a super nice guy. But anyway, uh, he uh calls us on Saturday. He's like, hey, um, I need to talk to you guys. We're like, okay. So I've got a friend that has, like, connections within the government. I'm like, oh, okay. We got black planes flying over. What's going on here, you know? And uh, he goes, they're, they're going to shut the state down on Monday. Y'all need to leave. So I literally had to leave on on that Sunday. Oh, that's eerie. And it was right after this show. So the, that, that tells you how close it was to them actually shutting the state down. I think it was 
the end of the next week, whenever they actually said, okay, we're going to shut down for two weeks, like Corey just said. And well, it was it turned was it, into some it places was still gone. 14 days to slow the spread. Was that the slogan? Yeah. Yeah. I, but I don't remember. I don't remember hearing anything really about it other than, you know, a couple of people were getting sick. I And then it was. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, pretty interesting times. So, so you're. And you were telling this off camera earlier. You literally the last trade show you attended was our trade show yes. last year. And this is the first trade show this year that I've attended. So <laughs> I wouldn't even call it a trade trade show as much as I would call it um, a dream shop. You know, we make people's dreams come true here. And, and this, this is why Robert shows insane. a part of it. absolutely. I'm keeping yeah, a that trade one. show. Just <laughs> says, you know, <laughs> Legos. You know, Legos. Legos. Yeah, Legos are boring. I These guys are we not put on a lot. Are we not in the nest with the tree? <laughs> no. I think I heard Robert say 250. Right. I was doing the math in my head. If he's been to every Infocom, they missed one Infocom. Yep. That's been 20 years. So then you've got the NSCAs and so that, and then in the da 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 250. So are okay. you <laughs> are you going to Infocom this year then? No. No. Legrand pulled out of that. Okay. I'm not entirely. This is the Texas Infocom here. This right here. This here is this is where the bomb. If you're not here now, you need to get down here now. Yeah, and unfortunately, yeah. this is post-edited, so you can't come right now. Like <laughs> I wish I could entice you to come right now, but that's not going to happen. Yeah. So, so Hold it, on, my my wheels are stuck spinning. Are you stuck on the We can't use the name Infocom, just to be clear. <laughs> yeah. Are, are, are you stuck on the fact that I, this, I'm already this thinking... is now proclaimed as the Texas Infocom? Or are you trying to spit um, spin somehow Dream Maker into the show. I think both. I, there I, you go. I, I, well, Dream Maker kind of goes towards, without saying. Towards, towards Dream Maker. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. look at look at these guys in here. Look at this. We group. make people's dreams That's go true. That's right. Yeah. Nightmare still a dream. <laughs> Who are you waving at, Robert? Dan. <laughs> um, Sorry. Okay, so I, 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 so I got Mark, way off track. Mark. Yes. How many shows do you think you've been to? You know, I had a little bit more time to process that than what Robert did. You? did. <laughs> so um, it's it's in excess of a hundred, but um, probably closer to one hundred and fifty. Okay, what's um, been your favorite one? Ooh, the fact that you had to think that long no, is no, a loaded no. question. <laughs> no, it's it's trying to remember some of the things that were not memorable, very uh, memorable during the show. Um, probably Cedia Denver, the the second year it was in Denver. Yeah, wrong, wrong, wrong answer. He oh, was yeah. he was looking for <laughs> looking for tourist technology yeah. showcase. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but, but, I mean, obviously. But the, the 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 dealer shows are always fun. You know, it's one thing that that COVID brought out or really made, at least me, at least, a lot more aware of, is how many people I actually get to interact with on a daily basis that I consider friends. Yeah. And so when st- sitting at home doing all this virtually, I missed that part of it. I missed coming in and seeing you guys and, and seeing my friends that I have been fortunate enough to be able to, to build over the years in the industry. And so I love going to the shows now because I think I appreciate that so much more. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like, you know, uh, Michael Hooper with, with Biamp. Um, we've never worked together. We've always kind of worked opposite of each other, but I consider him a friend and it was so good just to catch up with him and see how he's doing. Uh, and, and we missed all that during COVID because I never have a reason to interact with anyone from another manufacturer, right? Other than shows like this. So, so I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm glad. It's cool. That it's, it's, it's like a family of people. It, and, it is. And some people move over to this company and vice versa. Yeah. It is always neat to see that. Corey and I, I were completely faithful. Like we're, 
we're going to be here until the day we die. Yeah. This is my retirement plan, whatever that means. Yeah. Yeah. I actually sat down to lunch, uh, happenstance, it wasn't on purpose, with uh, with with Mark and, and Hooper, and they were talking way over my head. It was nice to listen to, though. I don't believe that we, for a second. I, no, not really. Not the yeah. nice to listen to, yeah. the over-the-head part. No, no, no. It <laughs> right, was right. way, way over my so, head. So they were talking about UFOs and stuff like that. That's what No, that made, wouldn't right? be over my <laughs> head. I'm telling you. No, no, no. <laughs> Let's, Some like, of the conversations with Hooper can go in many different directions. He's, he's I hope he watches guy, this later. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, the only thing I asked for in that lunch conversation, though, was full-scale digital... Yeah, I need my napkin. Where's your napkin? You missed it. It's on video. Did you I, draw I mean, something on a napkin and no, literally have better. a nappy Hold cat? On. It, it I'm going to get that better. video. I'm going to get that video from Hooper, yeah. and we're going to we're gonna splice it in here. It's it's got to be good. I mean, other than it's me, but do it again. Listen, listen. If you're really interested in virtualization, all you got to do is take the software out of the smaller box and just unfold that, pick it up, and move it over here. Done. <laughs> essentially, <laughs> essentially, I was trying to explain to Hooper how you you grow a business and virtualize it. So I picked up a napkin. I got a napkin, and and I laid it out. I was like, "You got a napkin. It's right here. This is this is your box, and all you do is you unfold it, right? And it's four times the size. And here you go. You put it in a bigger box, and you put it in a bigger box, and it's that easy. And then you're done. I was like, "What's what are we waiting on? I was asking him for product. Yeah, I feel like I'm growing to be the negative person here in the show. It also makes it thinner because now you've listen. You've already way overthought okay. it. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, it's a napkin. <laughs> well, um, it, it went from that to we need investors, and I volunteered twenty bucks. I, I got twenty bucks. <laughs> He's gonna throw it yeah. out there right there. Here you go, Corey. Let's make this napkin dream happen. Yeah. I got. I got twenty. They, bucks. they were all in until it came out to putting money on the table, and then the dream died. I still oh. had my twenty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all, all in. Lack the vision. Yeah. All right, well, so, yeah. And Hooper was like. We're going to need $100 million to get started. I was like, well, you're not going to get that much. <laughs> it's a napkin. Right, um, it's a napkin. <laughs> all right. So so just keep it on the trade show theme. And you don't have to answer Taurus because we, we're probably acceptable to the next answer is not going to be Taurus. Um, so the coolest trade show, and I'll start again with Robert, the coolest trade show experience that you had. Can, do you remember so, that? Something's got to <laughs> pop up. Well, hold on. Can we, can we expand that? Well, okay. Can, can let, be, let hold me, on. Can it be like trade show? Week? Maybe it was something that didn't happen on the trade show floor, but maybe it was evening I, activities. Yeah, well, yeah. And that's where I was going. PG though, PG. I was going to go there. So, <laughs> the last NSCA show, NSCA always opened up with a band, like a concert, and um, I had enticed my best friend who lived in Phoenix. I said, "Join me in Vegas, right? I'll get a two rooms." At night, we'll hang around and stuff like that. During the day, I gotta go do the show. He's like, "Oh yeah, no worries." So he comes in and he's like, "So what? What's going on tonight?" I'm like, "Oh, there's an open party." And he like grabs it. He goes, "Oh, dude, we gotta go to this." And I'm like, "Why?" And he's like, "You you're gonna love this guy. You you, you absolutely have, we have to go to the show." I was okay. So we we walk in and we we go there and it's you know big round bar in the middle of the room and then it's a bunch of ten. Round ten seat rounds, right? Okay, all over the room, and the stages at the front, and um, we we grab a couple of drinks, and you know they're all right. You know, band starts coming out, and uh, I'm totally drawing a blank, but it was a lead singer from the Stray Cats. Okay, I don't um, know who the Stray Cats are. I mean, so, there's a couple <laughs> next to the house, but other than that, Alexa, 
I know who's the lead singer of the Stray Cats. <laughs> oh wait, right. we, don't have, we don't have it. Anyways, so he comes out right, and this guy does rockabilly stuff, right? That's yeah. what the Stray Cats from yeah. the eighties were, right? So he comes out, and it's the upright bass, right? The drum set's raised to the the drummer standing up. Yeah, he's got his big body guitar. Three girls come out, lead. They're they're singing backup vocals. He's got a horn section that comes out, right? Wow! And wow! They're, they're doing the big band thing, right? And, with, with ten round tables then, out there, yeah, <laughs> and, and it was you know the round tables, and we have to just walk up to this table on the front, and it was a bunch of Canadians, and they're like, "Oh yeah, here's two seats. Come on, come on, join us." You know, and we're all right, and we're like, so we ended up partying with a bunch of Canadians we didn't know, nice. <laughs> watching the show, and they get through probably about three, four songs like a big band type setup, and then the horn section and the and the female singers, backup singers, go away, and this guy takes off his jacket. And he's got like this punk type shirt on there, and then it's just the three piece, and they go into like total rockabilly style. Wow! And the guy, the bass player, standing on his upright bass, balancing on this thing, standing on it, playing bass <laughs> to all these songs. It was by far one of the greatest showman things that I was. We were ten feet from it. I mean, it yeah, was, and it was a, a non-expectant thing. Like right. you, you got there, and it just became that. Right. And you just had the time of your life. Right. That's yeah. awesome. Brian Seltzer. Brian Seltzer. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. He's good. Yeah, he's yeah. good. Yeah, he does a Christmas show, I think, up in Allen uh, uh, every once in a while. It's, it's, I didn't know that. I thought for a yeah. second you were going to say, then they, then the, the backup singers came off, and then they were like, hey, you want to come up and play? <laughs> and, and then you jammed, and like the spotlight was on you, and it was just the best experience. I thought that's what you were gonna say. It, it was. It was. A Your really story cool. was really good, though. It was a really cool experience. That was another show. Yeah. <laughs> that was the second yeah, that, best that show. Was the I've second ever best show. Yeah. All right, Mark. So tell us about your uh, the, the best experience at a trade show that you've had. You know, it's funny. I, before Robert started answering, I had a, going through my head, and his answer is actually very similar to mine. And uh, hold on. A, you were at a Brian Seltzer show. I was at a Brian Seltzer <laughs> show. You're, you're going to have to start with Mark next time. Yeah, you're no, he doesn't him, get the opportunity to think yeah, yeah, that much. You're, you're yeah. giving him too you're much right, time to right, think. You're right. No, it, it was the first um, the first time I went to Infocom with Crestron and went to the Crestron party um, because of exactly what he said. The the band that came out, there was, hey. That was, um, <laughs> Sorry. Mark's like, I was waving at people. I, I Those people are watching. Again. Sorry. Um, no, the, the the band that came out was was amazing. Uh, it was Royal Machines, but it was um like Bill, good too. Bill, Billy Idol's guitarist. Nice. Um, there was all these different artists, just hodgepodge from all, but they're all mainstream groups, and um and they played all kinds of different genres of music and would go from one to the other. You know, would, would go from um I don't want to call it soft rock, but you know, a little bit quieter rock to Metallica. And then kick back over and play an ACDC Fresh song. Fresh always throws great parties. It was, it they, was, they throw some away. legitimate parties. Yeah. At, I was shocked at how, just how legit that, that whole scene was. And then I'm thinking, we better sell a lot of stuff because we just spent <laughs> a lot of money on this. <laughs> so I, I have an answer. Oh, are you not going to tell one of ours, are you? No, no, no. This is, okay, this is actually at a restaurant party. Okay. Um, but, I, but I think this is a, a, a cue to you guys, right? So. You need to have a live band come in. Oh, that yeah. for your your next tech show. Right? Oh, maybe we're gonna f- wrap up the segment with ideas. <laughs> We've had two people say you guys need to play live music here because this is the kind of the kind of uh, what if we for what it. if we start the tech show at noon and it rolls into midnight a party. 
yeah. into the evening. Twelve so it's to not, twelve. It's not a it's not a working show anymore. It just turns into a party. That's right. I like into the evening. And then all of the booths set up. People could just take whatever they wanted, like well, free reign, yeah. so that way nobody has to clean up after the party. I, well, I, I think all at every booth you need to have a different drink, ah. and then in order to win, the, you have to have your like, drink like card a, signed. At we'll every call it booth. the show crawl, and let's, instead oh, of a pub crawl, the show that's a crawl. Great idea, yeah. the wow. dream crawl. We just gave everybody on the internet these ideas. All twelve just of so them. You know. <laughs> rent like a bunch of RVs and like trailers and park them out there so people can yeah. crash. <laughs> yes, that, yes. We we'll, 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 we'll get a whole table. bunch of uh, Ubers yeah. standing by just in the parking yeah. lot waiting. Okay. Well, you're good at uh, waving down random limos. We can just send you out there. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm told. <laughs> so there, there are two instances in the same, it was at an Infocom, it was at a Crestron party, and Chris Meacham and myself and some other people were all sitting front row, and it was when uh, the, the comedian who performed um, not not the two comedians, but the he came back for Sinbad. the second year. Sinbad. No, it wasn't. It, it wasn't was Sinbad. It wasn't Sinbad. It was the Sinbad and David Spade. It, it was. It, no, I didn't go no, to David. Sinbad and David Spade was in Orlando. This yes. was in Vegas. I'm talking about when it was only Sinbad. And it was only Sinbad because I didn't year. get to see David Spade, and yeah. I heard he wasn't very good. As it relates to the crowd. Well, anyway. Sinbad was better, and that, that's why you guys brought him back so, because he did his homework on us. So <laughs> we're sitting, we're sitting front row, and so he's asking questions. He's done his homework again. Yeah, and I think I even have it on video. Oh, he called you out. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I remember. Well, that. he's talking to Meacham. Yeah, and Meacham points to me for something he says, and Sinbad calls me out. <laughs> yeah, it was hilarious. But really, what what the moment in time in which I'll never forget is when he's he's like consultants, am I right? <laughs> and just stop. <laughs> and then the entire crowd boos, you know, like like in agreement with him. And then directly following that, he points to somebody else in the crowd, and it's from Whitlock, and the crowd booed again. Oh, <laughs> because it was Whitlock, and I was like, oh. Okay, <laughs> that's not good. Yeah. <laughs> well, the cool thing about that that particular show, I mean, Sinbad was calling out like Fred Bargetti and people within Crestron, yeah. and then making fun of problems that they would have dealt with in their role at Crestron. Yeah, he was so, so relatable for yeah. for a wow. famous person like that. He did a really really great job. So that one, uh, my. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's the the best experience, but it's obviously the most memorable because yeah, that's what I went with. The night before that, right, Corey and I are there together. We're we're there with a couple of other of As our car- colleagues. Yeah, well, I mean, we probably shared a room. Basically, oh, okay, maybe basically work wives already. Yeah. Um. So I'm the husband. I I <laughs> ale- this is all allegedly <laughs> allegedly the night before, which was I think the the Crescent show was always on Friday, Friday night. night. Because the show ends Thursday. Friday. Yeah. So yeah. Thursday, Thursday, Thursday night. Yeah. So the night before, on Wednesday night, first day of the show, we, we always first like First day of the show for us because we correct. show up late. So uh, we always like to, to if we have customers going, we like to kind of show them around to some of the products that we've already learned about and maybe things that will work great for them in their environment, so on and so forth. So so I get caught up into that and allegedly had a very uh, long night slash morning slash next day. And and then work started happening, 
And I told the guys, I was like, I don't think I'm going to go to the party. I saw Sinbad <laughs> last year. Um, he was great. You know, you guys go ahead. I, th- I think I'm just going to get room service and, and answer some emails. Right. And they came back in telling me all this story. Like, dude, you won't believe we got in the front row and we got singled out and they said Taurus's name and all this other stuff. And and all I wanted to do was just be in denial. Like, you're kidding me. Yeah, you're you are kidding me. Why right? are you making this up right now? Front, front row, Bob. Front row. And then, they, and then they're like, okay, yeah. Show me pictures. Show me videos. And I was so upset. And that, You were rooming me, with Chris Evans. Yes, that's right. And great. I was with Chris Meacham. That's right. That's right. And... Chris and I like went back to the hotel room around midnight, and he, he he's he's being soft spoken. He partied it up all night. Yeah, I thought <laughs> right. I thought that was clear. And I mean, then yeah, <laughs> that's what I got out of it. Okay, right. I just make sure our audience knows <laughs> what you meant. And uh, then bailed so for I was the rest so, of the and that's the one that's the most memorable. We've had a lot of great times, great experiences, seen some really really cool texts, but that was the most memorable to right. me because. I missed out on it, technically. I, I did turn 50 at Infocom one year. Wait, wow. I thought I pegged you as 40 right yeah. now. Hopefully yeah. in Vegas and it, not Orlando. It was in Vegas. Good. And it's supposedly someone has a video of me on top of the little bean Allegedly. statue. The at, what? At, in, front of the, in front of Avia, the yeah. hotel, yeah. of me being on top of it at 2 a.m. Supposedly. I mean, I, I didn't do it, but... Supposedly there's video of it somewhere <laughs> out there. And you hope um, that that video never surfaces. Absolutely, there, yeah. There's a video of me at the Hoff Brown Las Vegas during Infocom uh, doing a chicken dance with all the waitresses. <laughs> <laughs> it's out there. I, you, hey, man, but, you know, I can think of worse things. That, that was after two or three of the you know 32-ounce dunkles. Ah, the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Those will get you. You know what you were saying and what you just said, that's the reason when you go to these shows, you come back, you're just wiped. Because you don't dare. Yeah, you, you may be out all night playing, and then you go to the work the show the whole next day, but you don't dare not go out the next night. Because right. yeah. that's your so, opportunity. There's so many people out there just doing deniable things, you know, <laughs> that um, you know you're going to see something crazy from someone you know. And so... You're gonna miss that Sinbad moment, right? So, yeah. Well, and um, you guys actually, you guys have it harder than we do because we're. I mean, yes, we're we there. We're, yes. Well, no, but legitimately, like you guys have to get up and work. But the show doesn't yeah. start till nine. Be in the booth at eight a.m. the next morning. Yes. Show starts at nine. Be in the booth at eight a.m. <laughs> <Yeah>. All right. <laughs> we're, we're aware of the start time, and we'll see you at eight. Yeah. So, um, and you you come dragging in at eight thirty. Yeah. Yeah. So, just so, a couple so, more questions. That show when I turned fifty. Yeah. Um, I think I got. Two and a half to three hours sleep every night. Landed Saturday in Dallas after coming home from Vegas. Jumped on my bike and was in Memphis at midnight and was gone for two weeks on, oh, a, wow. on a bike ride. I, I can't. I can't believe I woke up the next morning in <laughs> Memphis, man. I, this is just like as fast as the bike would go. I'm like, just get me there quicker. <laughs> <laughs> the sun went down and the throttle just, just twisted a little harder. <laughs> so. Um, I think I know the answer, but I think it'd be interesting for other people to hear the answer. When you work a, a, a trade show, and, and let's say the trade show is, is minimum two days, let's just call it the Infocom uh, trade show floor is three days long. Mm-hmm. When you work that, and this question is to Mark, what is the number one thing that you need? Now, we know that there's a lot. What's the number one thing that you need as a presenter at a show like that in order to make it through that duration? 
So if you're a presenter, it's different than if you're just walking with a group. So well, okay, I'm sorry. It, you're, yeah, he, he means he means you're you're taking meetings you're and walking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, um, you're hosting the booth. You have to insist on doing it mentally, because by the second day of the show, you're done. Yeah, and and so you you literally you wake up in the morning and there's the snooze button. And it's, if you hit it once, you're in trouble. You've got to get up. You got to go. You got to bring multiple pairs of shoes so that you change shoes, you know, all throughout the show. Yeah, that's a and, good pro comment there. And, yeah, and then you got probably you, shoes and socks, right? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and then you, the other thing is at the end of every day, don't go to your hotel room, other than to change and go out, so that you can get back to your hotel room a little bit quicker. Ah, yeah, makes sense, Robert. What's the number one thing you need as a host at a trade show? So there's a couple of things that Mark said that I, I totally agree with. I grew up backpacking, so I always wear two pairs of socks. Ah. Right? Just like when you backpack, right? It saves your feet. Yeah. Um, I pre-take Advil before I go to the trade show floor every morning. Yep. <laughs> and I'm a big... Preventative be- maintenance. Right. We're big on that, too, here right. at Taurus Technologies. Right. Uh, and then I'm a big believer in zip and it's a what'd you say zip fisk it's an energy drink that we've su- talked about this yeah, yeah it's super high b12 b6 vitamin c zinc so it all sinks in your system it's a little bit of caffeine not like red bull like red bull will get you all jittery this stuff is just mental clarity um <laughs> and you said you were gonna bring me out. some of that last time we talked about it i got one in my backpack that okay was, nice that that was over i feel like we ago. just plugged zip fizz <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> but that's one in the morning one in the in the evening before I go out, and man, that I'll, I swear by that stuff. It's you know. I thought for sure you guys were gonna say we've got to have the most plush carpet uh, and pad, so or we've got to have coffee, as, or we've got to have. As much as I, it's want funny. That, you, it's corporate makes those decisions, and you just have to deal with what they you, give you. You get what you get, and you don't throw a fit. <laughs> you right? guys yeah, said what yeah. you need individually as humans. I was meaning like well, things they have control tools. over. Yeah, things absolutely. they have control yeah, right. over. That, but, we had it's funny, the conversation yeah, he, it's funny you mentioned the carpet because he's like, you think the carpet's great, but really it's great for the people coming in and out of the booth. It, he said for him anyway, it's like trudging around in sand all day. Ah, because yeah, it, makes you, sense. You, you don't have firm ground to stand on. You're just like on a boat. Yeah, just, yeah that, that does it, make sense. It just wears your legs out. So at the end of the show, everybody's coming to like the Crestron booth or the other booths that have that real thick padding right. and getting off the aisles under our booth. And you see all the Crestron oh. people out in the aisles on the on the concrete <laughs> trying to get, get off the, the sand. Get yeah. off the that's sand. That's fascinating. I didn't yeah. think about that. Yeah, yeah. that's really cool. Legrand's always done like a coffee bar in the morning, and I I can't tell you. I don't think there's ever been once where there hasn't been two to three full cups of coffee just dropped somewhere in the booth. Oh. Yeah, within the first twenty minutes on the first day, it's like, oh, oh man. <laughs> that's horrible. I told you so. Yeah. If somebody dropped a full cup of coffee out here this morning. It probably wasn't. 40 minutes after you you dropped off the, the bagels and coffee. Yeah. It was just all over the floor. Well, we probably had an amazing staff clean it up in no time. Yeah, it's not yep. a problem. Yep. Listen, guys, I, I want to thank you for taking a little bit of time out of the show to come hang out with us. This was obviously a lot of fun. We're going to continue to have fun. Um, I think one of the things, and, and we've talked about some of the pain points and some of the fun times of trade shows, but I think it's also important for a lot of listeners and viewers to, to understand that these are great opportunities to see the latest and greatest, Absolutely. to get the information straight from the horse's mouth, so to speak, to be able to understand, hey, this is what we got. This is what it's capable of. And and I, as the manufacturer of that, 
can solidify that for you. And let's talk about how we can do more business. And it's not just about Taurus as, as the host of that. We get everybody together. And one of the things we concentrate on here, and Corey and I are big proponents of it, is making sure that we build the show as a system. Yeah. Like we can we can put together a bunch of manufacturers for display technologies. We can have the Samsungs, the Sonys, the NECs, and we can just go over all and all and all of that. But what we try to do is we try to bring together a family of components that make up the people's needs in Pro AV. Yeah. So well, I think another thing for the, the end users is it's a low cost way to get exactly what you just said. Yeah. Because yeah. it's local. And, you know, I mean, Robert's here and they've got their space and they've set up, but that represents like this much of their product. Line. Yeah. So if you need more and it's in that line, go talk to him. I, he would love to, to help you out with that. The same with us that, you know, and we're all that way. So it's a great chance, like you said, to get in front of them, but it's low cost to the end user. And, yeah. And yep. So we love doing it and we, we look forward to desires. Yeah. And, and, you know, we're local. So well, and I would say if, yeah. if, if we need to do a follow up and bring a demo to you. Yeah. It's always possible. Absolutely. Well, I would say as an end user, you know, it, it's easy for us to get in front of you guys, but it's a it, it, sometimes, especially for like a medium to small size end user, yeah. it's almost for impossible unless they've got a personal connection with you yeah. to get in front of a vendor. And if they don't feel like Robert or I, Robert or I are doing our job or trying to pull the, the wool over their eyes, they can come straight to our show. And talk directly to Robert or you or anybody else and go, you know, on the sly, these guys are telling me this. Right. What's your take on it? Right. And we're not, I mean, we may or may not be there. We're not, you know, yeah. we're not babysitting it necessarily. And you guys, we're not, it's not like we're going to come to you and go, hey, you know, if this guy, <laughs> make sure you tell him this. Yeah. Well, and right. fortunately from the group that's been historically at your show, we're all in sales, but that group that's in there, there's a lot of transparency amongst that group. So, yeah, yeah. you know, for anything, any of those questions ever do come up, which they haven't, it's easy to answer those, right? It's, and you don't have to worry about the person at the next booth going, oh, you're not towing the line or, wow, all you're doing is just talking good about tourists just because, <laughs> no, we're, you can tell it's just transparency. Come and, up, so. and, and the breakout sessions are great. I mean, yeah. we, we did one this morning and had somebody come by the table afterwards and they're like, that was so informative. It, you clarified so many things in my mind. Mm -hmm. based on the information you guys shared. so Yeah, that's good to hear. The, the breakout sessions are important to us. We want to cover today's most important topics, um, and I think you guys all did a fantastic job of that. We'll keep that going. And, and I, I think, again, I want to say, go ahead, Corey. I was going to say, to, to Robert's credit, you know, in previous years we've done 30 or 40-minute breakout sessions and limited them to, like, four manufacturers. But having a multitude of manufacturers and limiting their time down, mm -hmm. I think gave participants a wider opportunity to hear from more vendors. But the other thing is it was less of a commitment because yeah. they're really here to walk the show. Maybe they don't have all day and they don't want to burn 30 minutes at 2.30 in the afternoon sitting through a show, but right. 12 to 15 minutes seems way more palatable. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I think that was a great mm -hmm. idea. And, and again, I just want to thank you guys for being a part of Absolutely. it. Um, thanks to everyone else that was a part of the show, making it possible. Um, if, for those of you that are listening and watching, we hope that you, you enjoyed today's cast and that you come out next year for 2022 show. It's always going to be bigger and better. And we hope to have these guys back here. Maybe we'll do another fun podcast and I'll come up with some other interesting <laughs> questions for you guys. 
I want um, the 20 questions like you, you guys gave each the, other. Oh, the fire? The, 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 the fire, fire away fire. questions? Yeah, the rapid fire. Okay, yeah. we'll get those prepared for next time. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe once we get through our uh, our our Get to Know Taurus segment, we can go, do a Get to Know Our Vendor. Yeah, and, and it's rapid less, fires less, only. Less tech talk, just rapid fire questions. 20 minutes. There you go. So yeah. for myself, for Corey Church, thank you guys for watching and listening, and we hope to have you here next year at the Taurus Technology Show. Y'all have a great day. Thanks. Thank you.